Hi everyone, welcome to Femtech, where I will be sharing stories, providing information, and discussing recent events in relation to women in tech. We are a vastly underrepresented community, and I make it my mission to bring as many of us together to help support each other in any shape or form. For those that's starting a career or interested in tech, this is also a great place to get more information on how to jumpstart your career. And believe it or not, it's easier than you think. I want to start this off so you guys can get to know me a little better, as I believe my experience relates to a big portion of girls working in tech today, especially those that did not study computer science as their undergrad. And to be honest, you don't even need an undergrad degree to start your career here. And this is what I love about this industry. The flexibility, the opportunities are absolutely endless. In my experience, when I graduated high school, I had different plans in mind. My dad had initially tried to convince me to go into computer science, but my mom wanted me to pursue medicine. At the time, I was always given the impression that tech was for nerds who could sit in front of a computer all day long. And that's certainly not me, Nothing about it was appealing, and it just seemed like such a boring job. And I will come back and touch on this later because I think media played a huge role on creating negative images on this industry. For this reason, I decided to study biological sciences. And during my first year in university, however, I was excelling the physics courses I was taking. And that really inspired me to specialize into biophysics in my second year stream. To my surprise, the program was really just mostly physics with one biology-related course a year. And I struggled in my second year a lot. I was put on academic probation for a semester, became really depressed and questioned my life choices. The courses were so much more difficult as they were more abstract physics courses, modern physics, relativity. And it really took a toll on both my physical and mental health. I felt defeated, but I also had to continue fighting. The light really started to shine when I took an elective where we had to use a basic programming tool to simulate biological environments. And I remember I did a population balancing simulation between wolves and deers. And I messed up so hard that the deer population dropped from over a few thousand to zero in two seconds. Um, But I did end up balancing the two population after a few hours, and this was the first time I actually had some form of fun in class. This really piqued my interest on what else I can do with programming. Uh Uh-oh, that Pandora's box is now fully open. And at that point, I was near the end of my third year, beginning fourth, where I would need to start planning for my career anyways. And at this point, I was 70% sure I kind of wanted to do something in tech. But I was worried because I didn't really have a computer science background because usually I would assume whatever you study is whatever you go into and employers will probably really put an emphasis on your education. There happened to be one particular stream in tech that I was very interested in and that was data science, predictive analytics, machine learning, artificial intelligence, you get the point. Now, here's the thing with data science is that whenever you look on their job posting for data scientists, they're looking for PhDs, masters, people who have taken postgraduate studies in statistics. And I didn't have that. I certainly also don't have a computer science background. What I did found was that data analyst seems like one step before a data scientist. What a data analyst do in a nutshell is take 
raw data, unreadable data, and clean that data, prepare that data, then transforming it into a readable format. So you can get results from something that you could not understand before. You then use the conclusion of these analysis, maybe apply it to your business case, or you bring it up to your senior management and they can use this to make other further business decisions for the company. I thought that was really interesting. And many times once you've gotten a certain amount of experience in that field, you can start playing around with more advanced techniques, such as predictive analytics, forecasting a company's revenue, forecasting a company's operating costs. So once I had my mind on a goal, which is now a data analyst, I have to first get a job. And as we know, finding a job now is very different from finding a job maybe 20, 30 years ago. I was very intimidated by the market, but I also received one of the best advice I could have during that time. And that was don't limit yourself to the job description. Don't limit yourself, period. And instead of just looking for entry-level jobs, jobs that say junior data analyst or data analyst internship, I was looking for that, but also intermediate data analyst jobs. I began looking at positions that asked for minimum two to three year experience. I obviously did not have that, but what's the worst thing that could happen? They just don't give you a call back. They don't give you an interview. I figured that there's nothing to lose. So I began applying to them all. I was applying to, I believe at the time, 30 to 40 jobs, 30 to 40 job positions a day. And finally, I actually received a call. And this job was 10 minutes from my home. It was so convenient. I went in for the interview, first the HR interview, and then the second with the hiring manager. They obviously saw my resume and they knew I didn't actually have experience. But if they are willing to see me for an interview, there, there must be some type of interest to some degree. And I took this opportunity to show them, and I took this opportunity to show them how much I was willing to learn and how fast I can pick things up. At the end of the day, we had a good conversation. We got along really well. It was fun. It was also a little laid back. And I think everyone really liked each other. I received the offer, I think, the next morning. That was one of the happiest days of my life. There was the offer to the big girl job, the first big girl job right out of school in a industry that I had wanted to go into but had no prior experience to. From the moment I accepted the offer, I knew that there were going to be a lot of challenges ahead of me. There was a lot to learn and I need to put my head down, gather the experience I need. The important thing for me is to learn as much as I can, but I also wanted to prove to my manager and the team that even though I may not be abundant in experience, but I can do just as well, if not better. My main goal was really self-actualization, is to climb as high as I possibly can, utilize my potential, and help out as many people as I can, whether if it's helping out businesses, helping other coworkers, or helping out other women in the tech industry. So the moment I had gained about one year experience in my first position, I began to look for new challenges, whether if it's higher compensation or a whole new different technical stack, something that I could add to my resume, add to myself. And I was able to do that because of my experience um, in my first position. I jumped about 
10k in my salary and it was very very challenging i was working from 7 a.m to 6 p.m every single day and i got to work in various areas in data not just data analysis i was exposed to data engineering i did a lot of automation work and i also did a lot of analysis work as well fast forward three and a half years since my first position, I've gone through various positions and learned so much, exposed to so much technical stack. I worked in digital analytics, um, predictive analytics, machine learning, also cloud computing, and a bit of solutions architect as well. It was just a whole mix and match mosaic of different things, and I am so grateful for it. I have since doubled my salary which i'm also very appreciative for and this is not the only path to reach the same results or even better results because i've seen other women who stayed at one position and just continued to climb within that company and ended up doing absolutely phenomenal so there's many ways of really advancing your career and getting to where you want to be and one of the best advice i received throughout my career was when I was in my second position, my manager is actually female and I've always looked up to her. Her name is Amanda. And she told me one thing that really ringed with me for so long. She said, Sophia, as a woman in tech, in such an underrepresented industry, always aim high. Thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.